Good morning, everyone. My name is Shafan Miller. I am a life empowerment coach. Um, today, we're going to be talking about a subject of mental health in the African-American community. I have a guest um, on the show today, so I'm going to let him introduce himself today. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. My name is Bobby Witcher, father, coach, king, a beautiful son, and a loving, loving man of the man upstairs, God himself. Good morning to everyone. Thank you, Bobby, for joining us today out of your busy schedule. Um, so today, we're going to talk about the importance of mental health in the Black community. So what's what's your definition of mental health? Oh, man, that's a, that's a great question. Um, trying to be stable in the past, I'll, I'll put it in to perspective. I mean, the pandemic, people losing their jobs, people, you know, all the people that we've had passed. I know I've had m- close to l- well, less than 20, so I would say like 14 or 15 family members that passed away from either COVID or related deaths within the last year. So just trying to be conscious about about life and about, you know, your surroundings, your parents, your kids, you know, all your loved ones. Like that would, that takes a toll on people. Mm -hmm. So understanding that mental health, like being, trying to be stable in this last year or not even some people, you know, not even they're losing themselves because they're so far gone off of, you know, family, family passing away, kids maybe not doing well in school, uh, you know, losing their job, not being able to, to support their family, not being able to support, you know, just, just, you know, paying bills. And now you go to, now you're, you, now you're messing with your mental health, mental health. So you're relying on maybe drugs, maybe prescriptions, alcohol. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if that that's that, that's a that's a phenomenal question, and I, I I I I say all that to say, if you're able to talk to someone, or you're able to say that I need help mentally, you know, because I'm not where I should be or where where I'm used to being, mm-hmm. like that's that's what we need to do as people and as black people, for sure, because some black people run from that 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 that's that stigma mm-hmm. well i don't need to talk to nobody i'm good i'm tough nah it's it's okay to talk to someone because everybody needs an accountability partner correct so as as far as the mental health in the black community why do you feel that it's important for us to talk about that because we've always been told that we're you know the the, the lions and the the king, the king of the jungles, yeah, which we are. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're kings and queens and princes and princesses, and I, and I get that. Right. But what I'm saying to what I'm saying to black men and black women, if you see that we need help, or you see that there there's a pattern of something else that's not going on that used to go mm-hmm. on, reach out to somebody. It ain't got to be a licensed professional. You can, I, if I, if I need to talk to somebody, I, can, I got friends I can talk to. I got bros, my fraternity brothers I can talk to. I will talk to, reach out to my pastor. Like 
there's resources out here that will help you get to will help you solve that solve the issue that you need. It, it ain't always meds. Yeah. You know, all these people I you know, meds, meds, meds. I work with kids and some of my some of some of them 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 kids are on meds. I, I mean, I'm not saying I don't believe in it, mm-hmm. but that's not always the answer to the to the problem. Right. So question for you. So you said going to your friends and family regarding certain situations. So do you feel that that's better than going to a professional for help as far as for the black community? Like why I, I would start mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I would start there. Okay. Yeah, let, let me rephrase what I said. I would start there. Okay. Now, no, it's not. No, it, it's definitely not. I, I'm not saying it. it I'm not saying one or the other is better. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to start there, because some people, you know, they don't have the resources to pay pay to talk to a professional. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Or, right. or they don't. Or they don't know how to get in touch with the professional. Mm-hmm. So maybe they got a close family friend, or a close, you know, loved one or cousin, aunt, uncle that they're comfortable talking to, mm-hmm. and. That's sometimes that's all we need. True. That's all we need is to sit and release our thoughts because they're bog- they're boggled up in our brain. Mm-hmm. Because some of us are overthinkers. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. Point some some of us have overthought this like this thing called life for years. Mm-hmm. So if if that's if that's your outlet and that's what you're able to do, I'm gonna talk this thing out and you're a communicator, do it. Mm-hmm. Now, if you need to go sit with somebody, a stranger, because you don't want to get judged and you don't want to think that somebody's looking at you in a in a negative manner, mm-hmm. then you go that way. Okay. So so as far as mental health in the black community, and this is for males specifically, why do you feel that it's a stigma that mental health is a sign of weakness for African-American males? Beca- because since day one, we've always had to go out and, and and fight and be, you know, the, we always had to be the hunter and the gatherer. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Regardless if you had, you had both parents or you only had, you know, mom in the house, mm-hmm. you, you still was taught to, you had to be the hunter and the gatherer. If you have a family, you lead that family. You are the king of that, that castle. Mm-hmm. But when something, because I, I, so I read a, a meme on Instagram and, and it always pops up. Mm-hmm. Always check on your strong best friends. Right, right. Always check on your always check on your strong friends because even though they're strong, they have bouts of weaknesses too. Facts. So so who do who do they talk to? Do they have another strong friend to talk to, or do they just keep all these thoughts and all this this negative this energy? Because that's what it is. It's an energy. Mm-hmm. You just keep all that bot that that it just just bottled up and just one day you explode. Nah, you gotta you gotta talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. My brothers and my sisters, if you're listening to this podcast, you it's okay to talk to somebody. Right. It is it is okay. So I got a question for you. So as far as talking to like your friends or family about any situation how we talked about earlier. So I know in some cases people have a hard time going to their friends and loved ones about situations. Right. So how do you feel they should go about doing that? If because I mean at the end of the day, you never know when somebody else is going through something. So how, right. how do you feel that person can handle that person's storm, you know, in trying to help them cope with their mental illness? You know what? Two things. If if you're a friend and you and you know what that's that word friend means, mm-hmm. then you could talk to that friend about anything. Okay. True. You could talk to that friend about any and everything in life. Mm-hmm. They 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 should know my friends that I call my friends. And, and, you know, the ones that that's in my circle, mm-hmm. they know some of my deepest, darkest secrets. Mm-hmm. 
deepest darkest secrets. I mean, it, it, you know, anything I've told them or anything they've told me mm-hmm. is between us and God. Okay. And then the second thing, I got a group that I talk to daily. Mm-hmm. It's probably like maybe five or ten of us. We do mental health checks every day. Mm-hmm. What is what is your mental health on a scale from one to ten? Where you at? Give me real numbers. Some people tell me five and a half. Some people tell me I, I've had people tell tell me as low as four and a half. Wow. Now, now then, that's when the conversation speaks. I need to know what the hell is going on with my friend or my family. Exactly. Like right. why why is that number so low? So, mm-hmm. so those those are the two things I could give advice coming from myself. I can't speak for everyone in the in the choir, but I can speak for myself. Okay. So, in, in what ways do you think that us as African Americans can can cope with our feelings instead of going to a you know a licensed therapist regarding our mental health? I would I, I would honestly i'm not saying that you have to believe in a, a higher power but there are higher powers that you can believe in mm-hmm. talk to them get get it get in get get in that get in a book and i'm not just saying like i'm not just saying the, the bible mm-hmm. get in a book and start reading go out for a walk inhale exhale i mean if you can't go go work out do some push-ups sit up you ain't got it it ain't always got to be oh i gotta go to the gym and lift all this weight <laughs> right <laughs> Just, just go outside and do some do some push-ups, do some sit-ups. Do something different than you've allowed yourself to get into this box. Mm-hmm. Step outside the box. Mm-hmm. Step outside the box. Be the person that you are, that you've been created to be, not the person that somebody has told you to be. Because that's what it is, too. Sometimes we're we're little puppeteers. People tell mm-hmm. us to do everything. This is what we do. Eight to five people on their jobs. Hey, this is what you need to do, Miss Miller. This is what you need to do every day. Hour right. by hour by hour. We're getting micromanaged. So once we leave that, you know, once people are working from home or people, you know, they're still in the office. Right. Once we leave that eight to five, seventy-three, six to two, third shift, whatever, we're still programmed to keep doing everything that we're supposed to do. Step outside your box. Go do something different. If you if you don't eat breakfast in the morning, start eating breakfast in the morning. You don't eat lunch, eat lunch. Eat, eat start eating sensibly. Whatever you put in your body. That's what you're gonna get out of it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you put if you put in all types of McDonald's and Wendy's and, and and not saying, not saying that they don't have good food, but right. for the majority, if this is 80 20, 80 percent of people that's going to fast foods, they're eating the burgers, the fries, right? The, right. Uh, you know, the, the the Big Macs, the, the stuff that's processed, the stuff that's bad for them. They got grilled chicken there, they got salads, they got wraps. It's you know it's called fast food for a reason. You pick it up fast, but mm-hmm. once you start looking at yourself and like, I keep eating this every day, every day, every day. I go to work every day, eight to five. I take right. care of the kids. I take care of my kids. I do this. I go home. Now you can turn into a damn puppet. You can turn into a robot. You got to step outside True. your box. Start doing stuff different because it's not good for your mental health. Mm-hmm. Re- so- re- I'm sorry. Go ahead. So, so there was a survey done in 2013 mm-hmm. that said that African Americans aged 25 to 72 were not open to discussing their mental health issues. So, to sum it all up, why why do you think that is the case? Why do you think from that age group that it's difficult for them to talk with someone about their mental health issues? Be- because they they've always been told that if if you show a sign of weakness, then somebody mm. will prey on you. So mm. that's that's showing a sign of I'm weak or I need help and I can't help myself. It's okay. To, listen, when we were children, 
when we were babies, I have a son. He will be two in July. Mm -hmm. I'm still doing for him. I'm going to continue doing for him until he's at least six or seven. He's going to need help. I have to change his diaper. I have to feed him. I have to bathe him. I have to put lotion on him. Mm -hmm. He has he he has uh, eczema. I have to put his cream on him. Mm -hmm. I have to make sure his hair is together. I have to pay his daycare fees. I have to change his diaper. So mm -hmm. you all, you got to go back to the place where when you was a, when you were a kid, people helped you. Mm -hmm. So now if you need help, it's okay to go get help and talk to somebody. Right. I mean because I've had I've had four people that I know close to me commit suicide, and mm -hmm. I'm not saying it just happened mm -hmm. like this year, but it's four people. Mm -hmm. Four strong, like all four men, four strong mugs, like, mm -hmm. damn, like, I would never thought that this would happen. But then again, it goes back to, let's talk this out. Mm -hmm. They got they got in a situation where they were like, uh, I don't know what to do. I'm going to just take my life. Like, what? Wow. Like, damn, like that stuff is. That's deep. So, yeah, right. Stuff like that is deep. Like, people never know, like you said, what's going on in somebody's head. Mm -hmm. Until they share their thoughts, it's it's okay to talk and share your thoughts. Right, it is. It is, it is okay. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Because I don't want to be, I don't want to be the person that somebody called, and it was like, hey, man, I need to talk, and I'm like, nah, right, I, I'm good, man. I, I got something else to do. Let, let, nah, I'm not going to shun you off. That's not going to happen because I don't want that on my conscience that I was the last person that you attempted to call, mm -hmm. and then X, Y, and Z happened. Because I'm not going to put that in the atmosphere. Right. So, right. It, 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 any of my friends know I'm I'm the I'm the dude who keeps in touch. My one of mm -hmm. my good, one of my good friends talks about me all the time. Like, hey man, you talk to so and so. Yeah, I just talk to him. Like, damn, you stay in touch with people. Yeah, it's it's only a text or a phone call away. Right. I, mean, I got to talk to him every day, but I can hit him up. Hey man, everything good? You good, bub? Got you, man. Love you. Oh, love you too. Hit me up if you need me. So. Yeah. So, so as far, okay. So I've, I've done, you know, we research on this topic for, for a long time. Mm -hmm. And one of the research that I have done, um, th there was an experiment done between African Americans and whites. Mm -hmm. So it said that 20%, you know, of more, more white Americans, they, they say that a lot of blacks have mental health issues because of racism, so due, due to like trauma in their life. So how, how do you feel about that? How do you feel that, Africa, that, that white Americans see us as, okay, they have mental health issues because they've, you know, been, um, they have racism or they had trauma in their life. How, how do you feel about that? I, I can speak on that. It's, it's true facts. Okay. Because as you know, I posted on IG a couple months ago, my, my, my aunt in Virginia mm -hmm. turned 100 years old. And my dad, he would be 75 mm. in August. And I got mm. aunts and uncles in between those ages. Racism is real. They experienced mm -hmm. it. They, they grew up in Virginia in the sticks, in the sticks of Virginia. And I've heard mm. stories. These are actual factual stories from my dad, from my aunts, from my uncles. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, racism is real. So that, what do they call it? PTSD? That's all it is. Mm -hmm. yeah, that, that's all it is. Yeah, I, it's that's a that's true facts coming from that study you just you just talked about. Now, on the flip side, white people, excuse me, Caucasian people, they they experienced it too. Mm -hmm. True, true indeed. Like we can't just put it on our black people. They experienced right. the same thing because <laughs> if, <laughs> if I could get candid about 
my dad and my uncles, how they feel about white, about Caucasian people. Mm-hmm. And, and it's bad. But then again, I on the flip side, my mom is my mom is 50, my mom is 50 percent Caucasian. Mm-hmm. My, my grandmother, may, may she rest in peace. My mom's mom is 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 Caucasian. So mm. I've seen it on the flip side. Like I've my uncle, God rest his soul. I've mm-hmm. heard him use the word color, color. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he didn't look at us no, we, just because we were uh, a, a more uh, our skin was a little darker than his. Mm-hmm. That was just the way he was. That's the way he was grew up. And I've heard my uncles on my dad's side mm-hmm. use the use a negative manner too. So I mean, I I, I I've seen I, if it makes sense. I've seen both sides of the fence, white and black. Mm-hmm. I grew up around white people, I mean mm-hmm. Caucasians, and I grew up around black people. And I've seen the racism on both sides. So me so me seeing that that made me even be more aware aware of my surroundings and what I mm-hmm. said. And what I did, but to get to your point, oh yeah, for sure, that that PTSD is real, and the black community clearly experienced racism at a high level. Yeah. So yeah, that's, so, I mean, I'm, I'm with you on that. Yes. So so as so as far as in the media, because I'm sure you watch the news and you see different things going mm-hmm. on in the world. So why do you think that they put that stigma on? the black race as far as mental illness more than they do the white race because What's, more, because uh the the color, the color black is more popular than the color white mm, be, be, because we this isn't the 60s anymore so it's 2021 and we're more mm-hmm. we are more we're the more popular race than the white folks we because let me call case excuse me because we have the CEO jobs we have the the NBA jobs the NFL jobs mm-hmm. We have people having their own business, black owned businesses, support black people, uh, black lives matter. That stuff mm-hmm. happened. I would say that stuff wasn't that, that stuff wasn't talked about in, in the 90s when um, when the Rodney King riots happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. the, I, honestly, the, to, to me, and because I, I, I'm only I'm only 40, so I can't speak about something that happened before my time. But right. I, it, it's funny that I just seen that the other night. Somebody had posted it on there. Matter of fact, it was on a show called 911. Mm. And Angela Bassett is on there. Okay, and they were showing a scene on TV. She she was in college, and this is before she came a cop. If anybody's familiar with that show, so mm. they were showing a scene on TV, and it was the Rodney King riot. So, mm. and that was ninety one. I was eleven, and I will never forget that. So that's honestly where it started. Now it made it, it took off, at, you know, within the thirty years, it's gotten worse. Right. But that's 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 where it started for me. That's where it opened my eyes. If that if that makes any sense at all, that the whole you got these five white cops beating one black man, like right. <laughs> now, question for you on that. Now, question for you on that. So, as far as the Rodney King beating in today, where it still happens to where you have police brutality against African American males. Now, do you feel that psychologically, that's how you know a African American male? can present mental illness oh yes definitely for sure because because we got some people who consciously think mm-hmm, and we mm-hmm. got some people who just don't care like it's there, there's there's black men out here and, and you know just people period i'm gonna just keep saying you know the the black right. race the, the white race you know right. uh somalis africans all of us some, of, some of us care and some of us don't give a rat's ass Mm-hmm, like some of, some of us care about you know people's well beings, and then you got other people out here that just why why care? Right. I have not a right. care in the world, so whatever I do, good or bad, and mostly bad, then 
I don't have to care about the consequence. Right. It, it, it ain't me that has to work. So, yeah. you know, so I get, so I go out in the car. I don't have license. I got weed mm-hmm. in the car. I got drugs in the car. Like, oh, mm-hmm. really? Like, like really? <laughs> like, this is what we're going to do? So sometimes we bring that upon ourselves. And, and, right. and people can agree with me. People can disagree. But sometimes that, that negative energy, that vibe, we bring that mm-hmm. stuff on ourselves. We don't, we don't have some, we some, do. of us, some of us as black men. We don't have license. We don't have insurance. Mm-hmm. We, we in the car rolled up. We getting high. We're drinking. So when they pull us over, know this go- is going to be bad. Mm-hmm. Like, so question for you on that. Do you think so? So as far as the educating the African-American community and and I'm, I'm talking more for the males here mm-hmm. because I feel like you're, you're talking about the awareness. Yes. Like, so what, how do you, why do you feel there's a lack of awareness within the community for African-American males regarding the signs and the treatments and stuff like that? One thing, if you're going to be a good uncle, a good father, a good brother, and I could call you my uncle, my brother, my friend, mm-hmm. my king. Mm-hmm. You have to take care of. You have to take care of the necessities that you have to take care of. Like you, mm-hmm. you have to have. You got to take care of your children. You, right. you have to take care of your, you know, your home life. You have to take care. You know, I even go to this like oral health. Take care. Yes. Take care of your damn teeth. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> go to the doctor. Now, a question for you, though. Now, a lot of people may not have, you know, insurance or may not have the money. So my next thing is poverty when it comes to the mental illness. So there's a quote from James Baldwin that I came across mm-hmm. that said, Any, anyone who has ever struggled with poverty knows the extreme expense it is to be poor. So yes. and while I was looking at that and, you know, how you're saying now how people should take how us as African-Americans should take care of our health, you know, and go to the doctors and stuff like that. But do you feel that there's a risk factor that, that will bring on mental health due to the property where they may not be able to do that? Yes. Yes. Because some of us, some of us are mentally, um, you know, mentally challenged mm-hmm. and, you know, some people use another term for it, but some of us are mentally challenged where they need help. And, yeah. you know, they're, they're in, some some people live in group homes. Some people are mm-hmm. taken care of by you know their their family. So yes, mm-hmm. I, I I understand that part. But the the black male as saying that I'm gonna use this because I can't do this. So right. why can't you use the resources that are out here? Because it's a lot of free stuff, and I'm just speaking in Columbus, Ohio. There is, it is there is so much free dental care. You can go to the doctor for free. You can go and do you can go and do whatever you can yes. for free. Yes. You can get your teeth, you can get your teeth clean. Mm-hmm. You can go. I mean, I'm saying like I know people that have the resources. I mean, I'm just speaking for my fraternity, Phi Beta Sigma. Mm-hmm. I can throw that out there. There we do a lot in the community, and there are, are a lot of people with resources. You know, you know what? You know why I, I'll tell you why black men get behind is because they're scared to ask mm-hmm. but you can go but you can go go get a sack or something from your dude and ask him hey man where you gonna be at right i'm gonna call you again in about 20 minutes where you gonna be at oh i hear i'm gonna call you again in 20 minutes but you can't go and 
call somebody if you got a you know you got something going on with your hand. Oh nah, it's cool. It's it, it's cool. Mm-hmm. I, I I just take care of it tomorrow. Like man, you might have a a cyst or something that's going on or right. like you ain't you ain't been to the dentist in years and but you got five thousand dollars in your pocket. I'm okay. you know that <laughs> I could go on and on about that. Like that's just the purest shit show I've ever seen in my life that you got five G's in your pocket. You've been out here hustling doing all this stuff. Yeah. And you can't go to the dentist or the doctor? Right. Come on, man. That's that's a poor ass excuse. It is. So I'm sorry. It, it is. is. It is. So to wrap everything up from here, so what steps do you think that us in the African American community can take to keep ourselves more aware of mental health in, in our community? Talk talk to the right people and when you talk to them, be open about the conversation that you really want to have. Mm-hmm. Don't don't Excuse me, don't talk to them about, you know, X, Y, and Z. Get to the meat and potatoes. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't, you know, don't run from, don't run from the pink or red elephant in the room. You got to talk. You got to communicate. Talk to your brother. Talk to your sister. Ask them what's really going on. Have love for them. Don't have hate for them. We, mm-hmm. we need to get out of, we need to get out. We, we hate each other so much that we don't know how to love. Yeah, that is true. That is so true. And it's, and it's truly sad. It's true. So do you have anything else you want to say to the people out there before we I do. Have a have a happy Friday. Love one another. Reach out to people. Talk to people. When you when you see somebody just walking down the street, just say, hey, how you doing? Just this simple things. Like, I mean, that that'll that'll get that'll get us as a people. It, I'm not gonna say it's going it's not gonna happen overnight. Mm-hmm. It's gonna it's gonna take a process. Use your resources in life. There's a lot of free stuff out here. Make sure your babies is together. And and if you believe in a higher power, get on your knees and pray every morning, every night. Talk talk to that man upstairs. Mm-hmm. Well, I appreciate you for being Thank a guest you. on my episode. You know, as always, and I appreciate you know all your your answers. And I'm sure that this will help somebody. You know, because I mean, we we need that person that's able to come on and talk about it. You know, because that's our fear in in our communities is to talk about mental health and our yes. health issues. So yes, I ma'am. definitely appreciate this. And thank you. And I would lo- love to have you on one of my episodes again. Okay. Just, just let me know. Have a great day. All right. You as well. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. Bye-bye.